Hey there, brothers and sisters, and welcome back to another Along the Path episode. I'm Jared, and this is episode 5, part 1, The Eucharist. That's right, you heard me right. I said part 1. So there is a couple of reasons why this is part 1. First is that there's a lot to talk about with the topic of the Eucharist. And second is because I am behind on my weekly podcasts. The main reason I'm behind is because my wife and I just had our first baby and she stayed in the hospital in the NICU for about five days after she was born. But we are home now, settling into our routine, finally, and everyone is well and healthy. So I do apologize that I have skipped, I think it's about two weeks now, but I'm making up with having this double episode this week. So this topic of the Eucharist, this is not a topic that comes directly from my youth group that they wanted to hear me speak about, but it does kind of pertain to what I was talking about in the last episodes, why I chose the Catholic faith. In that episode, I talked about how there are three sacraments of initiation. Those are baptism and confirmation and Holy Communion. I talked about baptism and confirmation a bit already. So now I want to touch on the Sacrament of Holy Communion. Also in the previous episode, I didn't really explain what a sacrament is. So a sacrament is an efficacious sign instituted by Christ to gain grace. Okay, well, this sounds like a big definition here, but it really is simple if we just break it down really quick. So the word efficacious, this is a fancy word for saying that it's not just a symbol that what's actually happening is real. For example, if we look at a baptism, the priest pours water over the forehead to signify the cleansing of our spirit from original sin. But this action of pouring water over the head isn't just a symbol. It is the action that is real in cleansing our soul from original sin. This is what efficacious means, that what we see as a symbol For the sacrament is reality. Jesus made these things easy for us by speaking in parables so we can better understand his teachings and giving us these symbols to represent the sacraments, even though the actions of them are real and are reality. Also, the sacraments were instituted by Christ, meaning Christ introduced us to these sacraments. Each of these seven sacraments can be found in Scripture. And then finally, we're given grace by each sacrament, which is God sharing his life within us. Grace is a really hard topic to discuss and explain. There's a lot to it. So maybe look forward to me talking about grace in an upcoming episode. So now that we know what a sacrament is, and we've discussed a couple of sacraments already vaguely, I want to dive into the sacrament of communion. First communion is when somebody receives the sacrament of communion for the very first time. This happens around the age of seven or eight years old, or around the time when the child reaches the age of reason, or knows between the difference of right and wrong. This is also the same time when the Sacrament of Reconciliation is performed, for the first time prior to receiving First Communion. This allows the recipient's soul to be cleansed and healed before receiving the Sacrament of Communion. The Sacrament of Holy Communion is the most frequent sacrament 
This sacrament can be received daily if wanted. But for somebody to receive the sacrament of communion for the first time is a really big deal in the Catholic faith. I remember my first communion pretty well. My family and I sat in the front row next to the aisle and I was the very first one in the congregation to receive communion that day. And I remember wondering what it would taste like in my mouth, what it would feel like, because I'm a very picky eater and I have been picky my whole life and I was very nervous to what it would feel like and taste like. I remember going back into the pew after receiving communion and my mom sitting next to me and grabbing a bottle of water and hurrying up and trying to give it to me if I needed a drink. But in that moment of being caught up in the worry of what the host would taste like and feel like in my mouth, I kind of missed the significance of what just happened. For the first time in my life, I had had the true body, blood, soul, and divinity of our Lord Jesus Christ in me. That is what the Eucharist is. That is what Holy Communion is. Communion is the blessing and the giving thanks over bread and wine and it turning into the body and blood, soul, and divinity of our Lord Jesus Christ. At the beginning of this episode, I explained what a sacrament is, that it's not just a symbol of what's going on, but it's in reality what's going on. So in this case, the Eucharist is not just a symbol of Jesus' body. As Catholics, we believe it truly is the body, blood, soul, and divinity of Jesus. This process is called transubstantiation, not to be confused with consubstantiation. The difference between these two words is simple. Consubstantiation means to be with. A lot of the Christian faith believes in this consubstantiation term, meaning that Jesus is with the bread and wine as a symbol of his body and blood. But transubstantiation is believed by Catholics, meaning that the bread and wine become the substance of Jesus' body and blood, soul and divinity, while still having the appearance of the bread and wine. This is a lot to wrap your head around, especially if you're not Catholic, but even if you are Catholic, this process of transubstantiation is one of the major differences from the Catholic faith to other forms of Christianity. This sacrament can arguably be the most significant sacrament of the Catholic faith. And I feel like sometimes Catholics take this process, this miracle, for granted sometimes. This sacrament can easily be misunderstood and undervalued by a lot of Catholics. And I can understand why. Like I said before, this is the most performed sacrament. If you are a practicing Catholic, then you receive this sacrament every week. It's not like it's a baptism or a marriage or holy orders that just happen maybe once in your lifetime. While those sacraments are special and have significant meaning, people tend to make bigger deals for this sacrament because they don't happen as often. But the sacrament of communion is something that we can celebrate and participate in every day if we wish to. 
also the process of the mass is very repetitive and as humans we can easily get caught up into what's going on in our day and get distracted very easily in this time of the mass where we celebrate communion I see it every week where some people get distracted by the cute baby sitting in front of them or picking at their nails or looking at the beautiful flowers throughout the church or maybe even daydreaming about what's going on in the week ahead. I even get distracted looking around at other people in the congregation and seeing what they're doing. Getting distracted happens to the best of us. But during the Mass, and especially during the celebration of the Eucharist, we are invited to not only sit there or kneel there and witness what's happening, but to participate in what's happening. We are invited to be a part of the sacrament by responding to the priest and singing and actively giving thanks along with the priest. The word Eucharist in Greek means thanksgiving. So this process of the Eucharist is for us to give thanks to God for his many blessings and for his ultimate sacrifice being Jesus on the cross. This is how we are supposed to participate in the celebration of the Eucharist. Some might think that by us participating is for us to stand up and just walk and receive the Eucharist. While this is an important aspect of the sacrament, it's not our main participation of the sacrament. We are invited to participate in this sacrifice, just as Jesus asked us to when he said to do this in remembrance of him. In the Catechism of the Catholic Church, or as it's also called the CCC, they define the Eucharist as being the source and summit of the Christian faith. The Eucharist is where faith comes from as Catholics, meaning the source, and also the summit because everything we are as Catholics and everything we do, we can find ultimate meaning for through the Eucharist. So with the Eucharist being the source and the summit of our faith, being the beginning of our faith and where we can find meaning through everything we do through our faith, completes the entirety of our faith. So the Eucharist is kind of a big deal for Catholics. It is where we base our whole faith upon. So the Eucharist is the source and summit of our Christian faith. And that's great, but when did this become a thing? And when did it have meaning? We have to look back at the origin of the Eucharist. This was the time of the Last Supper. Jesus was celebrating something at that time. It was Passover. Passover is still celebrated by the Jewish faith to remember the time when God delivered them from slavery from Egypt. This meal of Passover is considered to be a memorial meal. And it is also not only to remember what happened in the past, but to make what happened in the past reality in the present. So when Jewish people celebrate Passover, they are actively celebrating themselves from leaving slavery and going into freedom in the present. One of the things they do to celebrate this is sacrificing a lamb. They then would paint the blood of the lamb over the door frames of their homes so death would pass over them during the night. 
They would also then eat this lamb as a meal. Jesus uses this time to signify himself in the very same manner so that the apostles and everyone after them could understand this better. Remember I said Jesus likes to say things in parables to give good examples and to show symbolism in different things? Well, this Last Supper during the Passover is Jesus' way of symbolizing and simplifying what's about to happen. Just as the Jews would sacrifice the lamb and eat it, Jesus becomes the sacrificial lamb for humankind, and at the Last Supper gives us a means for us to consume this sacrificial lamb by the sacrament of the Eucharist, just as the Jews would consume the lamb for Passover. And with Jesus dying and spilling his blood, then saves us from slavery and death. Just as Jews would put their blood on the door frames, so death would pass over them that night of Passover. All of this symbolism that Jesus gives us during the Last Supper is for his apostles to better understand Jesus' significance and importance to the world. And as Jews celebrate Passover in the present, Jesus gives us this sacrament to also remember him and celebrate in the present and to continue this celebration for years to come. There is still more that I want to talk about and explain about the Eucharist that I just don't have time for in this episode. So, like I said, this is going to be part one of this two-part episode. I want to dive in more about Jesus and the Eucharist and what it means to God to have Jesus sacrifice himself for us. I will explain that and a lot more in the next part of this episode. And if I do everything right, both part one and part two should be published on the same day at the same time. So, Y'all should be able to hear both parts on the same day. I hope y'all look forward to and check out part two of this episode. This has been half of an Along the Path episode with myself, Jared, as your speaker. I hope you enjoyed this half, and I look forward to seeing y'all in the second half. I hope y'all have a great day. Thank you for listening.